I'm Tina Black, co-owner of Next Level Salon Ownership, a six-month business and leadership course to help you start, maintain, grow, or scale your salon business. We believe there are five strategies to help you eliminate politics and confusion, increase morale, decrease turnover, and increase productivity. If you would like to get on our waiting list for the next course, please go to www.nextlevelsalonleadership.com. Speaking of priorities, what what are you what would you say are your top 5 priorities when you look at sustainability and and the success of your salon? What are those top 5 priorities that you focus on? Um the first one is communication, um, not only with my mentors, but with my team. Um, I want to make sure that my team never feels that they can't come up to me and ask me a question or how can we move forward? How can I, make, I be a better person? How can I be a better designer? How can I be better for my community and for my team and, and our guests? Um, so first one is definitely communication. Um, I think second would definitely have to be um time, taking the time for yourself to understand what your business is and how you're going to keep your culture alive. And that kind of swings into the third of having a healthy culture and developing a healthy culture and really understanding what your foundation means. You have to have that from the get-go or else it's going to be this revolving door of questions and why is this isn't why is this not working why is this not moving the way I thought it was going to work and I really think you know communication time and a healthy culture is that's what's going to bring your foundation for success and keep you moving couldn't couldn't agree more another thing that we talk about in next level is communication so how are the ways that you've built to communicate with your team? So I'm, I, I don't think I'm traditional in the sense of like, hey, let's sit down and have our monthly meetings or hey, let's sit down. And I'm a little untraditional in that respect because I do feel like our time is so valuable. And especially, you know, our team members, we're all, we're all moms, we're wives, we're partners, we're, we all have so many different things, but I really like to be just involved with my team on a daily basis. So I'm still a stylist behind the chair full time. Um, and I like to be on the floor with my team. I think that's when you truly understand someone's authentic self, um, is the way they work and the way that they, um, give themselves to their guests and for the salon as a whole. And so for me, being a part of it every single day is where I can talk to my team. Absolutely. When you, when you talked about taking the time to understand your business as a, as an owner, what were those areas that you had to step back and, and take that time to really understand? Because we have a lot of owners that are full-time behind the chair and they find it hard, you know, like we'll, we'll be talking to them, like, let's talk about your profit and loss statement. They've never seen it. It's not sure. a thing. Like, like it's, it's not a thing. They're just busy behind the chair and it's just yeah. always, it's just always worked. Yeah. And, and after we went through like the pandemic, the old way of doing things has, has shifted. Uh, you know, we, even, even the hiring process and, you know, sure. it's, it's, it's definitely different. So what are some of those things that, you know, you had to take the time? Cause I love that you said that, cause that is the most valuable thing we have but to take that time to really focus on the areas of your business so what were those areas that you focused on um you know i think we came into this 
kind of at a really special time um, because I, I don't know any other way in, in that respect of having a, a bigger business, right? Like I've always been a, a booth runner. I've been a renter for, for years. So it's like, I know the small scale version of what that looks like, but coming into salon ownership during one of the hardest times we can ever imagine, especially in our lifetime, no one will ever live through what we went through. And so I think allowing myself um, you know, I, just for an example, right? Like you were saying so many salon owners come into it and say like, Hey, I don't know what my profit and loss statement is. I don't know what my sales are. I don't know what my net come net income is. And that was, and I swear to you, this just happened yesterday that I was able to have full clearance in my like accounting stuff. And money has always been scared from like a scary point for me. Um, and because I don't want to fail because I've, it's not just me anymore. It's everyone else depending on me to succeed. Other people's livelihood is depending on me to succeed. And I mean, these are the fears that would literally keep me up at night. And so I think just allowing yourself to outsource the areas that, you know, you're not going to be do well in, um, that was kind of a big aha for me. I have major control issues. I will be the first to admit it. Um, that I don't like to relinquish control. However, it wasn't about me at this point. It was about everyone else that I brought in and that chose to be here. They're counting on me for their success. And um, so I think just taking, again, taking the time to outsource those opportunities that I know I'm not going to do well in um, and to make sure that we are set up for, for success from the get-go. By outsourcing the areas, and I love that you're so transparent about that. Like, I don't know this, like, here you go. Like, <laughs> you know, and, and a lot of times that's so much better for, for time reasons. Cause yes, we all can learn it, but if you can get somebody in your corner, that's an expert at it, yes. do it. <laughs> it, it it's so true and and like spending a little extra and I know it's hard because we are working so hard like of course you want to build a profit when you're a salon, like a business owner of course that's the angle however these aren't the things I excel at um again numbers aren't my thing they had to become my thing so I work hand in hand um with my team and my accounting team to make sure I know why this is the way it is so they're educating me and that way i'm able to bring to my team a more successful environment for them to work in um i i had to do that there was there was no other choice because it would it would it would keep me up at night of like okay this number is here why is this number here why is this not lining up here and i was like i can't do this i'm gonna throw it in the towel talk about how building that relationship with your accountant has really helped you overcome the the fear of money because a lot of times uh, it's about finding the right accountant. For sure. For <laughs> sure. I was able to um, bring in someone that knows me personally. She knows my family personally, um, which I'm, I'm very fortunate of. Um, she's one of my team members, uh, mothers actually. So she knows the importance of what I do and why I have to succeed because it's truly the livelihood of her own child. Um, and so I'm able to not only bring success to her, but she's also here to help me. So like we would go through everything together. And I'm not kidding. When I say I recently outsourced because I was scared, that's what I had to do. And so she was able to come in and build a foundation with me to really set my future up to be the next level. And she was able to talk me through things that I'm like, 
I don't know what this means. What's the definition of this? And I'm sitting here Googling what reconciling means and all this other stuff. You know what I mean? Like, that's not my strong suit. And, and so she really, really took the time to break things down and say, you need to be here. You're here. You need to be here. This is the map. This is the roadmap that's going to get you to the next place. Um, and I'm so appreciative of, of that because that's her time. That's her her value. And, and she was able to come in and really help me. I love that. And I want to, I want to talk about, um, you mentioned something right in the beginning that you're fully staffed. That, that in this day and age is not a word we hear very often anymore. Um, I know. Every, every conversation that Tina and I have with salon owners, it always goes back to hiring. What can we do? How can we, how can we get more? How can, you know, so I love that you were like, yeah, I'm fully staffed. I'm like, what? That's awesome. So, so talk about the steps that you like, how, like, I, I want to know how. Um, honestly, I'm, I'm so, so, so fortunate that, that my team, um, my stylists approached me, they knew the culture that I was developing. Um, and it really was word of mouth. We, I mean, it started with me and one other stylist and we worked on opposite days just to keep the salon open, like just to keep lights on. Um, I would work, I didn't see another soul in here for like days on end. Every once in a while, we, you know, we'd have a Saturday where we were working together, but it was, it was super tough at the get-go. And I was like, okay we need to do something different and so at that point I really you know we started with our like our Facebook posts and our interactions that way I'm like okay let's do let's do lives let's do let's get our name and our brand out there and from that point on it was it was so just truly incredible the outreach that other stylists approached us with and every reservation that I was able to hear and listen to what these stylists had was a very similar story to mine as to why I had to make the change that I did. Um, the biggest thing that they wanted was just to feel value and just to feel that their worth is so special because it is. They're their foundation of what we do. And, um, you know, to allow my stylist. So I have a team of booth renters um, and I chose that path. And I know it's a little different for everyone, but for me, I chose that path because I truly want everyone to feel that they can control their business. They can control what they do behind the chair every single day. And I wanted to create a safe space for them to do that and for them to move themselves to the next level. Um, you know, so really I'm so, so, so grateful that they approached us after seeing our social media posts and I would put flyers all around town and um, really allowing them the opportunity to see what culture actually means and that they have a safe place to be. Talk about the power of social media and, and what it did for you. What were some of those posts that attracted people to you and your salon? We actually, the very get-go, um, it just came up on my timeline actually today that we ended up doing a photo shoot and, and it was an expense that I chose to make at the very get-go because I wanted people to see the space that I created. It's it's different. It's different than, than anything else in our town. I mean, any little town, you can see there's a salon and a, you know, a rock's throw, if you will. Um, and so I wanted to, I wanted to give everyone a vision of what our space is and how can you contribute to it. And so we did a photo shoot and it was just a couple of us. It was so small, but we had the most fun and we blasted that also all over social media to allow people to see 
what our environment is. And um, we did posts of like just engagement posts, like, okay, if we did a tutorial on this, is this something that you would love? Okay, let's do a tutorial here. Or we do product of the week or we do social media has truly become the, the railway to the next level. And, you know, it's so hard because social media is everything. We have to be relevant on social media. Um, it's not a time and place anymore where people are not on social media. So it's like, okay, we had to make a decision. We have to be present. We have to do daily um, posts and um, action pack things where style, or I'm sorry, guests can be involved on a daily basis. And so social media is um, a huge portion of what we have to do to succeed in this day and age. To help you stay relevant on social media, is is it just you doing it? Do you have to, does your team help you? Do you have somebody that does it? <laughs> yes, yeah. So I was, again, my control issues, I was attempting to do all of it from the get-go. And I was just like, I can't do this anymore. So one of my team members who was on me from, or with me from the get-go, we both left our old salon together the very same day. We walked out the same day, hand in hand, like, let's conquer this thing. Let's do this. And she came up to me and she says, how can I help you? How can I be a part of this and not allow you to be super stressed out? And I said, can you handle social media? And she is a rock star. Um, so all of my team has access to our social media accounts. Um, and they essentially will send all of their work to, her name's Holly. They will send their work to Holly and she will do these incredible posts. She does product of the week. She does contest. She does engagement. She does, um, you know, pictures of what we're doing. Like she's She's just incredible. I'm so, so grateful that she took that over. That's awesome to hear because I think um, a lot of times we look at our team of, well, they won't necessarily do anything unless we pay them more. And it sounds like she just jumped on board right from the get-go. And, and in our salons, that's what we have. We have, we have an amazing team as well that we just present something and somebody's always willing to step up to it um it, it's just it's it's crazy how that works out like you're just like here anybody want this and somebody will mm -hmm. say yes and a, a lot of times it goes back to the fears that you were talking about exactly you're gonna yeah. ask for more money or they're yeah. gonna expect this or Absolutely. and, and it, you know so so talk a little bit i'm sure that there's other stylists in your salon it sounds like you have a great team yeah, that have stepped that have that have stepped up to other areas instead Absolutely. of just behind the chair. Absolutely. I think, I think it really does go down to um, just people being people and people um, wanting to be valued and people wanting to be appreciated. And simply even, you know, the, the, the simplest of things saying, how are you? Um, how are you truly as a person? What can I do to help you? And I think it truly makes a difference in that respect of people are willing to do more when they know they're of value and they're appreciated and them as a person is appreciated and valued. I'm very lucky, very lucky. Perfectly, perfectly put. Uh, I want to go back and touch just a little bit more on culture. Mm -hmm. And what does that what does that mean to you specifically? Because you, you referred to it as healthy culture. Yeah. So what, what I does... think to me, healthy culture means creating a foundation of 
sustainability of trust, of respect, of belief, of value um, as a whole. And when I was able to paint that picture of, of culture, like if you Google what culture means, culture is to be able to set a foundation of beliefs um, for your company as a whole. And so from the get-go, I have never strayed away from what that looks like and from what that picture looks like of allowing everyone to feel love and allowing everyone to feel their best and allowing everyone to have a safe space to, and it could make me cry because it's something I so wholeheartedly believe in. Um, our belief system is that everyone is, is equal and everyone is special and everyone deserves to feel their best. That's amazing. What are what are some of the ways that you make sure that that's happening? That you make sure that everybody's feeling loved and you're building that and you're building that trust because I, that's so crucial because we get into the hustle and bustle that we're just behind the chair, we get here, we take our clients and we leave. Yeah, in and out, right? Like in and out. And it's, and it's, and I know it sounds crazy, but even the simplest of like when a stylist walks in for the day, because we're all rent, we're all renters, you can come and go as you please to whatever fits your schedule. Um, and for us here in specific, we're all mommies, we're all partners, we are all super busy, but we all are so passionate about one thing, and that's being here and serving our guests and to allow our guests to feel their best. And so for me, it's it's just taking, again, going back to the time and going back to the communication of, of really sitting down with them, just even in a quick passerby while we're eating lunch and just saying, hi, how are you? Or how's your day? What can I help with? Um, what's your day look like? How was your weekend? I think it's just allowing them to be them and allow themselves to flourish in a way that maybe they felt constricted or restricted to do so in the past um, and allowing them to be just a free person. Just do you, do your best, do it well, um, serve your community, serve your guests, serve your family. Um, just be a rock star that you are. It's my job to, to let that shine. And I think I've truly allowed my team to be the best version of themselves. What you just talked about was servant leadership. Where did you, where did you learn that? I, I really think it was from just my own experiences as just a person in the work field and only ever feeling like a number and only ever feeling like my value was to be there for someone else. And it wasn't a value of myself. There were so many times in my path that I was ridiculed for the silliest of things of what I looked like, of what I wore, of what I represented myself to be. It was never, it was never good enough. And, and I vowed to myself that I would never allow another human being to feel that way ever. Wow. You are truly, truly amazing, Kelsey. I'm Don't make me so cry, glad. Sean. <laughs> I'm so glad we were uh, able to hang out for sure. How can people find you, find your salon to, to find more about you? 
Yeah. So we are all on social media, myself, my team, my salon, infinite, infinite designs, uh, hair studio. Um, we just love to love, and we just love to, to value our guests and who gets to experience, um, us as a whole when they walk through our doors. And, and I encourage everyone just to come in and say, hi. What is, the what is the last uh, piece of advice you want to leave our listeners with? Always strive to be the best version of yourself because you deserve it. I love that. Thank you so much for, for hanging out with me. I had such a great time connecting and, and just hearing all the beautiful things that you're doing. Thank you, Sean. I so appreciate your time and please give my love to Tina. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us, everybody. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. And if you loved this podcast, jump on over to our YouTube page to hear the full hour long interview. You can find us at Next Level Salon Leadership.